I started to develop a deep thirst or curiosity in my being to know who I was, what it was, who or what God was. So I sought after it. In 2015, I traveled to India and stayed there for six months whilst detoxing off cannabis for the first time. I started to look into the New Age belief as well as the Hindu path, Advaita Vedanta, the spiritual discipline. Advaita Vedanta is a non-dual belief and it's the idea that all is Brahman. Brahman means ultimate reality or divine consciousness. It teaches that my individual self has no individual life, it's merely a reflection of Brahman. We have some sort of spiritual amnesia, we've forgotten we're Brahman. We're deluded by the mirage of separation, egoism and disordered desire. We believe we're not Brahman, therefore we suffer. It teaches through renouncement, detachment and silence I can find the supreme reality within me. It's a really basic overview. I work split shift, so I would meditate every day for two hours. I would meditate on the I am, and I would inquire into this until it kind of collapsed, and I'd enter into a void or a state of business. At the same time as this, I was regularly making and taking the spirit molecule, mushrooms and acid. In these altered states of consciousness for years, I would meet with what appeared to be spiritual entities. With the intention of finding God, meaning, healing, I would find these entities and offer up my soul to them. I'll give an example. One of the beings I met wanted to heal my trauma for me. Of course, I let it and it climbed inside my spirit, which was then presented as some sort of visual DNA strand. It started to put up traumatic memories from this DNA strand and asked me if it could put it through its own filter of acceptance and love, which I then let it and then we participated in this co-healing experience. These entities would always communicate they wanted me to revere them, kind of worship them and see them as divine. They would flood my mind and my heart with the same teachings as the gurus in Advaita Vedanta. It was crazy. As I went deeper into all these experiences, it started to get more intense. At some point, I started to have physical and spiritual overwhelming experiences. I went into a state of almost spiritual emergency. I was terrified. I started having spinal sweep experiences physically up through my body, which I soon identified as Kundalini awakening. These experiences oh were so God, supernatural. Oh my God, shut up. I felt like I was going insane. Shut the fuck up, you stupid bitch. Shut the fuck up, you stupid bitch. Joshua Godfrey. Oh, fuck you. You're goddamn so fucking annoying. Joshua Gadfrey. Horrible. Let's see here. Let's see. I think uh, this might work. Yeah. I'm fat. Hi. Can you hear me then? I can, yeah. I was listening to this horrible TikTok. We're live, by the way, on the internet. I was listening to oh, this great. horrible TikToker named Joshua Gadfrey. Godfrey, do you know who he is? I don't. Yeah, you do. I'll play a, a real quick thingy of him and you're really for over a year i didn't know what to do they took over i would experience brutal body spasms eyes would roll in the back of my head i'd feel like a deep ecstasy welling up today my grumpy wife is going to style me to compliment her look 
a uh, headache and you're being yeah. super annoying today. Anyway, here's my outfit today. I, am I managed to leave homelessness behind and move into some shared houses. After several years of living in shared houses, detoxing, relapsing, then binging, I was feeling very lonely and didn't want to be here anymore. Oh, I don't want you to be here anymore either. Isn't he awful? <laughs> you know who I mean, I right? I thought you weren't watching TikTok anymore. Well, okay. The What happened with this bitch is you're right. I deleted TikTok until today. What happened is... I he was I was following him on the Instagram and he had such an offensive post that I wrote back pure torture as a comment and then he blocked me. So oh, now okay. so yeah. I've been having my Telegram friends friends um uh have to record this which is a, it's just a lot of work to have to record a vi every annoying video they're all really annoying. So uh, Daniel said, why don't you just go to, she probably has a TikTok and sure enough she does. So I had to add my TikTok back, but how come, you know, when I add a new app, they all say, do you want me to, do you want this app to respect? Do not track. They all ask that except for TikTok. They don't give a fuck. I don't like TikTok. I don't like China. I don't like that. It wants me to sync my contacts every time I go into it. Uh, a lot of reasons, but mostly those. Yeah. Yes. Right. Right. I don't understand the TikTok algorithm. I put up two marathon uh -huh. related posts and they did really well. Yeah. And then everything else just sucks. Mm hmm. Well, can you make yourself look younger? Because that'll probably fix it. Like, well, it I've been trying to use a filter lately because I have so many wrinkles. Try Vaseline on the lens. Like okay. actual Vaseline. Maybe. maybe I just need to look fatter because it seems like fat people do really well. They do. They do really well. There was this, you know, I don't know. I was following this controversy because there was a racist puppet at a leather bar where people get fisted last week. And I did a whole, oh, God. I did a whole spiel about it because there was, these people were so offended that this racist puppet was, you know, saying black colloquialisms and whatnot. And then they're asking like they're, they're the, the black leather group which is called onyx is demanding the resignation of the manager who hired this person but if you look at the person who posted the demands it's this it looks it makes lizzo look like an ins yeah i don't know it makes lizzo look like ariana grande by comparison you know what i mean <laughs> like it's a whole yeah. new level of gross and they're like mm -hmm. oh you know so i'm thinking to myself i don't understand like i get that racism is bad totally even though you know, I used to do some of it, but oh, times change. I get it. It's bad. But this is a bar where people get fisted in the back room. I've been there. It smells like duty. There's blood. There's urine. There's feces. It's just gross. There are. It's the fattest bar. It's the guy for the, the bar where the fat guys go and they will suck any dick. They spread syphilis, gonorrhea, chlamydiaris, um, the monkey. Hey, don't punks. forget HIV. HIV, of course. So why is all that okay? But the, you know what I mean? Like I get the racism is bad, but why is just being generally gross fine? You know what I mean? Like, isn't there some double standard happening or I'm missing something? Yes, there are, but some things are unacceptable oh. socially. So mm -hmm. um, I have a quick question. Have mm -hmm. you been fisted back there? I've never been fisted, no. No, I haven't. Um, does your wife like to be fisted? No. No, no, no. The, <laughs> fisting requires drugs. You have to be a meth head oh. to fist because it makes your hole loose, and only people that are on drugs have want their hole to be that loose. I think. 
I mean, even well, poppers. It would take a lot of practice, I think. Right. I think so. Yeah. I think it would. Right. Right. Sorry for asking such an offensive question. Oh, you're so offended. I demand your resignation from Instagram. How uh -huh. dare you? We're going to have to have a, um, a town hall meeting. This is 22, 2022, for God's sake. How do you not know that this is offensive? Even though I forgot what's offensive. What was offensive? Fisting. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. So what else? What else is um, new? You're going well, to I eat, I had a very right? bad marathon. Oh. I was very slow and fat. Oh. Um, What's wrong with you? Do you I, have long fat? What? Do you suffer from long fat? Yes, I suffered from long fat. Mm -hmm. um, so I need to figure out how to get in shape. So if any of your listeners... Yeah. Um, are very muscle bound mm -hmm. and go to a good gym in Manhattan. Please let me know. Uh, I missed working out with Kyle. What about housebound? Does housebound help? I'm housebound. Well, you're housebound. Fat I very. am almost housebound. I'm fat, very fat, fat, very fat. <laughs> so I would like to know what's wrong with you that you're running this. Is it, what is wrong? Why is your running suffering like this? You were doing so well with your three and a half hour marathons and all that. How long are your marathoning? Well, they were faster than that. But I think the oh, problem is I had my nice. stress fracture and couldn't run for mm -hmm. a while. And then I started gaining weight right. and losing muscle mass. And I have not returned to my former body. Oh, your former body. Your body. Mm -hmm. Why not? And plus, with my food influencing, I go out to eat every single day. So, yeah, I'm eating garbage. Well, that helps. I mean, <laughs> but that helps with my gain. Oh, I'm so hungry. I can't Me believe. Too. Oh, I have good news though. Uh, yesterday, I told you. You know, I go to the. Um, I, I'm not really allowed to have junk food, so I go to Mariano's and they give out. You know, half of the half of the baby donuts during the morning, only during the week. Uh -huh. I went there yesterday, and they were they cut them in half. So it was like a quarter donut. I was so upset. Of course I got two of them and then uh -huh. they give out these egg bites, but they're egg white bites. Nobody wants to eat an egg white bite. It's just gross. It's like salt and egg white and it's sous vide or whatever. Sous vide. Sous vide. And it's disgusting. I don't want to eat that. But anyway, today they went back to the half of a half. I mean the half size. So it was, it was good. So, Good. Yeah. Yeah. And the egg white bites thing, I never understood. You're disgusting, right? Mm-hmm. But soon I'm going to... And you like eggs. I do like eggs, but not just the whites. I only like the unhealthy part. Oh, what's that noise? Um, I only like the unhealthy part of the eggs, not the healthy. Can you tell me about the oh, herbs geez. you're growing? My herbs are dead because it's winter. Next question. Oh. <laughs> I, I thought you had to grow light. Oh, I do, but that's stupid. I can't do that again this year because it's fucking retarded. The problem is it's like for all the energy, like, okay, so outdoor herbs are great. They grow, they grow big, they grow fast, and you water them, it's nice. But the, the indoor thing is just a pain in the goddamn ass. Like for all the work you have to put in and the money, it's just not really worth the little bit of herbs you get and the mess. And then you go on vacation, you got to have your neighbor who smells like mothballs water them, and then you got to give her a bottle of Pinot Noir. In return, I mean, it's just a pain in the. Those things are bullshit. It's just another bunch of crap that you get at Walmart that you don't need that you take to the beach in a big cart 
You know, people bring so much shit to the beach now in these gigantic carts. Nobody used to do mm -hmm. that. You'd bring a chair and a towel, maybe a cooler. And now people bring the entire Walmart because they buy all this shit. I guess that's mm -hmm. ending with inflation, though. How's your inflation over there? You got a bad well, one? My obesity is large. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. I just need to figure out where to go on vacation. That's all. Because it's been too long. But are you going to go on a real vacation or one of your three-day vacations? You need a real vacation. I need right. a real vacation, but that probably isn't possible. So a three-day vacation. Where are you going to go? Some I have no idea. Where you pick? Oh, my sister's going. Should I go to, to Miami? You want to go down to Miami? No. Um, oh, am I involved? <laughs> <laughs> I love Miami. It's wonderful, actually. As long as I don't have to go to Fort Lauderdale. I mean, Fort Lauderdale is nice. But one thing I learned on vacation—well, in my last trip to visit, I was visiting, mm -hmm. staying with my mother for two weeks. As somebody told me this, they said, Madge, visiting your mother is not a vacation. And I don't know why I never realized that, but it's true. It's not a vacation. I can take two mm -hmm. weeks off not working, although I was working. But doing tech support every 15 minutes, my mother was giving me, oh, did I even tell you this? Oh, it's so awful. So she was like, like last year, she gave me all these CDs. She had a box full of CDs with photos. She said, Madge, I want to I wanna import all these photos. Can you help me? I said, well, you need a CD player. You don't have one. So I sent her one when I got home, which was convenient because it mean, I, meant I didn't have to do it last year. This year, a year later, she says, oh, well, here's the CD player. I imported them, but I don't know which ones I imported. Can you check? Right? Oh, God. What mm -hmm. a pain in the... So I go through it. And, she, and the CD player I gave her is broken now. So she had to get a new one from Apple. They get her from mm -hmm. Amazon. Mm -hmm. Nobody uses that shit. I said, and the CDs all have food on them and, you know, scratches. They're unreadable, you know? Uh -huh. You can't... But I guess you remember when CDs first came out, they were like, oh, there you can't damage them. It's not like vinyl. Well, that was bullshit. They're mm -hmm. very easy to scratch. And worse than mm -hmm. in vinyl, in vinyl, you just pass the part, you know, you skip that part with the CD. It's just fucked. So, yeah. you know, so I had a fucking scrape food off of CDs and this is a vacation? No. Not really. And then she had, they were all duplicates anyway. She already She had already scanned them. Oh my uh, God! And then the fridge was broken. She didn't know that the food. You told me about the fridge. Yeah. Oh yeah. The fr well, I didn't tell the audience, but the, the fridge was. Oh, tell them because I thought you were mm -hmm. going to die for real of foodborne illness. Well, my mother is. Um, she has special antibodies from eating rotten food her whole life. I think. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you just go there and everything. When we got there, you know, it was just strange because first of all, the refrigerator smelled, and secondly. It was like summertime inside. It was just warm. And I'm thinking, mm -hmm. why is this fridge warm? And I ask her, why is the fridge warm? She's like, oh, I don't know. But kind of come to think of it, my food has been spoiling very quickly lately. Her, <laughs> her food from Aldi. And it was just, it was, and then the temperature of the fridge, which it has a thermometer built in, is, was like 50 degrees. Um, you know, so we had to get it fixed. Which and I didn't realize any of this until we just got, had just gone shopping and bought a bunch of ice cream, so we had oh, to put no. it in. We had to put the ice cream in the Wolf Farts apartment because they were out of town. 
So the wolf mm-hmm. farts, you know, fridge container. At least you had a place that you could put it. Right, right. I thought you were going to say that you ate it all. Oh, that would have been a good idea. I pretty much did, though, the next few days. Yeah, from the Publix. Yeah. I did eat a lot of ice cream. And then when I came home, I couldn't snap out of my my bad habits. You know, the ice cream. I still want it. I want it every oh, day. I know. Once you start eating the sugar, you can't stop. It, it, it's so addictive. It mm-hmm. is. But it, it was Publix ice cream, so it's like all sugar, not really all that, you know, delicious in a good way, just sugar. So, mm-hmm. Right. Anyway, I've been talking. What else is new with you? Um, I have to think about that. Mm. I've just been working. Nothing exciting. What are you working That's on? I social media? I wanted vacation. Oh. Huh? The social medias. Yeah. Um, got a dairy industry thing mm. going on right now. Um, Milk? Yeah. Well, any dairy. Uh, mm. And then. I love dairy. For some reason, I got invited to some um, sustainable, environmental-friendly cleaning product event next week. Oh. Um, what else? You know, it's sustainable. Ice cream. Only, the, huh? only thing, the only thing that's sustainable is climate change. It's all fucked. <laughs> sustainable. I know. We're going to die soon. It's so fucked. People don't realize it. It's really like the, the ice sheet. There was an article in Scientific American. The ice sheet is just fucking ready to plop it's going to be way worse than they say it's just a mess oh yes and faster than we think faster and worse and sooner and people are just ignoring the whole thing all they care mm-hmm. about is democracy and abortion you know well i wish people cared about those things right that's true well yeah mhm all right well i'm going to eat dinner all right have not eaten but um thanks for chatting where are you eating dinner tonight Muscle Maker Grill. Oh, that's um, that's one of those. Is that like a health food place? Uh huh. So all the oh. macros are listed, and yeah. you know, no refined carbs. And that's supposed to be pleasurable. Well, I need to lose weight. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be reformed. Right. Right. Well, have fun. All right. Thanks for we'll coming on. All right, bye. Bye. Oh, well, okay. Well, there goes Griselda, and now I have nothing to talk about for the next, uh, God, how long? God, how long is this? Um, Yeah. So now I'm just going to be bitchy. I don't even feel like playing music. I'm so bitchy. I didn't get anything done at work today. Well, very little compared to what I should have gotten done, which was a lot. But, you know, I got obsessed with this Joshua Gadfly, we can just listen to him and we'll hate on him some for a while. I, I can hate on him. I have my TikTok hooked up to the holder. So I was absolutely sick of being selfish and sick of myself, but I had a little glimmer of hope there was more to life. In 2012, I looked in a job newspaper and I saw a job opportunity and my heart just knew. It was for someone to work with adults with autism and challenging behavior and mental health in a residential home. It sounded like a challenge. The manager kindly gave me a chance. I began to work with very challenging adults with severe mental health. I don't remember giving him a chance. He said, Madge gave me a chance. Manager kindly gave me a chance. No, I didn't. Very challenging adults with severe mental... 
I did not give you a chance. Manager kindly gave me a chance. If I gave you, if you're so grateful to me, why did you block me, you stupid cunt? I began to work with very challenging adults with severe you. mental health issues and disabilities. I don't believe you. Yeah, guys I used to work with had a lack of ego. Was shocked oh, and inspired. Shut the fuck up. They wore no masks. They were so oh deep God, in themselves. Reverse their masturbating. Shone like I hate no one else had ever encountered. Fuck they I had raw strength in their vulnerabilities, and their life stories spoke of. She's holding a Zara sweater while she's profundating. I just, I hate it. Experience despite life-shattering disabilities. They faced persecution and savage abuse that would have annihilated me, yet they still smiled daily. What? They developed a deep respect and reverence for each individual I worked with. Well, they don't have your hair, dude. That's probably why they're grateful. I served your them, stupid their tattoos. Bum, clipped their toenails, helped them communicate. I began to love them and experience a true joy. He's holding a pair of wingtip shoes. For the first time in my life. For the first time, I began to know another's beauty rather than being crushed by my own disordered desires. Which is why I changed clothes on the Instatalk. I was learning what it meant to be a real adult and really love another. I was still struggling. <laughs> Shoot me in the vagina. Struggling with addiction throughout, but something started to shift in my heart as it started to soften. And that's my look. And that's your look? Die. Today my grumpy wife is going to style me to compliment her look. I've had a couple of people ask me, so today I'm going to talk about this. So he's going to talk about this tattoo. He has this horrible uh, tattoo all over his body. All the Instatalkers have stupid tattoos all over their fucking bodies. So he's going to talk to you about his. His name is Josh Godfrey, if you want to follow along on an Instatalk. Story time, my front tattoo. Tattoo. Can't I started wait. to develop a deep thirst or curiosity in my being oh, to know who is. I was, what I was, who or what God was. Hey, well, so I sought after it. In 2015, I traveled to India and stayed there for India. six months whilst detoxing off cannabis for the first time. I was in India. He was in India and he was detoxing from cannabis for the first time. Cannabis isn't addictive. What are you detoxing from? You fucking pretentious little twat. God. And then there's pictures of... I started India. to look into the New Age belief as well as the Hindu path, Advaita Vedanta, the spiritual discipline. Advaita Vedanta is a non-dual belief and it's the idea that all is Brahman. He should have a puppet show at Touche. Brahman means ultimate reality or divine consciousness. It teaches that my individual self has no individual life. It's merely a reflection of Brahman. We have some sort of... So I decided to model Converse sneakers on the computer. Spiritual amnesia, we've forgotten we're Brahman. We're deluded by the mirage of separation, mirage. egoism and disordered desire. We believe we're not Brahman, therefore we suffer. It teaches through renouncement... How come you're making me suffer, you stupid cunt? Detachment and silence, I can find the supreme reality within me. It's a really basic over. Can you believe people like this exist and they just exist to annoy me? And then they have all these ass kissers with their comments. Let's look at the comments. Let's just absolutely fantastic. Love hearing about your past and seeing how far you've come. Ah, oh, thanks, Todd. I'm humbled by the support. Kissy face, kissy face. What's the flag? Watched your videos for a while now and initially wasn't massively fond, but you're brilliant, mate. Love your humor and other vids, too. Liked by creator. Oh, Josh Godfrey is the creator. Yeah. Ah, thank you. I appreciate coming along for the journey. Grateful for the coined word. Kissy face, prayer hands. I don't understand a word that was said, but it was soothing. What didn't you understand? I might be able to assist, says user 69555612913316. Liked by creator. Josh Godfrey says, um, kissy face, 
Mate, I thought you were funny and cool, but I can't get over how much stuff I relate to in your recent stuff, X. Thanks for the love, Kay. I really do appreciate the kindness and encouragement. Hearts and prayers. I... What? I just have a Scooby-Doo tattoo because I like Scooby-Doo, says Penny the One. I'd love to see an edited video with his explanation of the meaning of his tattoo, only to reveal Scooby-Doo at the end. Yeah, that would be great, wouldn't it? Fuck off. I worked split shift, so I would meditate every day for two hours. I would meditate on the I am, and I would inquire into this until it kind of collapsed, oh and I'd God, enter into a void or a state hole. of business. At the same time as this, I was regularly making and taking the spirit molecule mushrooms and acid. Mm. In these altered states of consciousness for years, I would meet with what appeared to be spiritual entities. With the intention of finding God, meaning, healing, I would find these entities and offer up my soul to them. I'll give an example. One of the beings I met wanted to heal my trauma for me. Of course, I let it and it climbed inside my spirit, which was then presented as some sort of visual DNA strand. It started to put up traumatic memories. Okay, why aren't you healing my trauma, which is you then? It's from this DNA strand. I beca he became the entity and started traumatizing me through this TikTok bullshit. Asked me if it could put it through its own filter of acceptance and love, which I then let it, and then we participated in this co-healing experience. These entities would always communicate they wanted me to revere them, kind of worship them, and see them as divine. They would flood my mind and my heart with the same teachings as the gurus and Advaita Vedanta. It was crazy. As I went deeper into all these experiences, it started to get more intense. At some point, I started to have physical and spiritual overwhelming experiences. I went into a state of almost spiritual emergency. I was terrified. I started having spinal... So I started just... Uh... I started modeling turtlenecks on InstaTalk with my wife, blimey. ...sweep experiences physically up through my body, which I soon identified as Kundalini Awakening. These experiences were so supernatural, they made me feel like I was going insane for over a year. I didn't know what to do. They took over. I would experience brutal body spasms. Eyes would roll in the back of my head. I'd feel like a deep ecstasy welling up through my being, and I'd have inspired force whilst feeling connected to something. I think it's called brain damage, you stupid cunt. Some sort of strange divine spiritual energy. I was seeking something through drugs since I was 14. Now I was seeking it through this belief system and these magic plants. This all-encompassing seeking was like a labyrinth, a puzzle. I'd travel down lanes, dead ends, trap doors in this internal world I was seeking. I guess the tattoo is an expression of how intense what was happening for me was. This tattoo covers a large part of me because the seeking experience was all I was, all-encompassing. It's a visual representation of that experience. There is a way out, though. Um, and my story went on. The way out is to model sneakers in pleated pants. In this belief system, those magic. The way out is through Zara's dressing room. Hands were left behind. I've had a couple of people ask me, so today I'm going to. That's it. Oh my. Today my grump managed to leave homelessness behind and move into some shared houses. After several years of living in shared houses, detoxing, relapsing, then binging, I was feeling very lonely and didn't want to be here anymore. I was absolutely. He's holding a pair of pleated pants. I believe they're wool. While he says that, and he always wears the same black Calvin Klein panty. Sick of being selfish. And oh, he has wards. Sick of myself. On his face. I'm sick of yourself too. What's wrong with me? I have nothing else to talk about. But I had a little glimmer of hope there was more to life. In 2012, I looked in a job newspaper and I saw a job. He's holding a bottle of perfume, but I, it's in the, it's a mirror image. I don't know why. Why I'm supposed to be able to read a mirrored image. 
opportunity and my heart just knew. It was for someone to work with adults with autism and challenging behaviour and mental health. I started with cannabis when I was 14. I smoked it every day as I grew into what was supposed to be a man. This lasted until I was 25. I usually didn't turn up for school, but when I did, I attacked teachers, terrorised pupils, took substances and stole from people. I was cruel towards others and ended up getting permanently expelled at the age of 15. Going to see my parents today. Morning, Chess. I would binge on ecstasy regularly through the week and the weekend. He said he's going to see his parents today, so he put on morning Chess perfume. First real girlfriend finished our relationship. I felt teenage heartbroken and intensified my binging. At 15, ketamine, cocaine, LSD and mushrooms were introduced. Cocaine would remain a frequent habit of mine until the age of 27. I instantly clicked with ketamine and it became my addiction. Is this an AA meeting, but with clothing? I sniffed daily for eight years and continued using until I was around 27. Around 15, 16, I began binging on LSD and mushrooms. This was the beginning of an 11-year obsession with psychedelics. At 18, I was rightly made homeless after stealing from a family and being reckless. This lasted right, two right. years. I was completely selfish, deeply manipulative and deceptive. I literally like cared about no one. Put I surfed, surfed and stole until I destroyed the last remaining friendships I had. I then existed in a tent with all my depression uh. and kept in for company. Uh. These were just the beginning of the feelings of not wanting to be on the planet. If I had an identity, it probably would have been shameful user. Uh-huh. The journey continued for another nine years. At this point in my life, if you'd have told me there was hope, I wouldn't have believed you. Right. But there actually was. Yeah. And that's TikTok is hope. And that's his look. And then he disappears. I started with cannabis when I was 14. I smoked it. Nice. I was a drug addict from 2004 until 2017. Yes, we know. Six and a half years from my addiction. Wait, he looks like he's 50. How is he only in his 20s? What? I began to make attempts to get clean. These attempts would last seven years. I'm going out for dinner with my wife. He's holding a pair of pants. Oh, how dirty velvet. After having spent some time homeless, I was desperate to change the way I looked. The overwhelming feelings of shame I had concerning my internal mm. and external Why appearance. Why am I still watching? To change that crush. Oh, because I got nothing. Oh my god. How I became drawn to the gentleman aesthetic. The side part in gentlemen's brogues and loafers. Yes, gentlemen. This style though. seemed to me to be the opposite of how I felt. It was a symbol of health, vitality, style. Gentlemen. So halfway through my addiction, I attempted this style. Style? Internally, for another 10 years, I was still a complete mess. Maybe I was just hiding in plain sight, but for the first time, a little part of me felt I could walk with my eyes up and my shoulders back. Hell. This was a little stepping stone in the right direction. I can't. Now he's eating cereal. With music. They say two become one when you get married. So today my wife is going to style our unified look. Today I'm wearing this oversized sweater and these tall boots. It's giving me French 60s vibes. Uniqlo trousers, I think these will go really Uniqlo. well. Uniqlo. If ever you're in need of a light spot of reading, just know that Uniqlo provided years worth of multilingual trouser wisdom. Coats of Berlin by Wilhelm. <sighs> Wait, Josh, you got an eyebrow hair that's come loose. Oh. <laughs> As our eyes lock, I melt into hers, which oh. are reflecting my palpable desire to dance with her in this blueberry cake haze emanating from her neck. With our feet weary, we rest and whisper fragrant words of delight into each other's ears until the sun yawns and stretches its rays. Top board, umbrella there. Getting the badge in today. Tuck it in. Okay. Blimey. I think we're going to go for Blimey. the Cezanne. I'm meandering into town to meet with a long-suffering friend today. These are the garments that spoke to me. Long I'm tuning into these lilac-pleated Obviously, trousers. Obviously, if he's meeting with you. Xenia, Indonesian Oud. The pungent Oud comes wrapped in a bed of fresh roses. It's like looking in your dog's desperately shameful eyes as it anxiously wags its tail next to the fresh poo it's divulged on your new shag rug. There's going to be a lot of zigzags happening around here, so I've opted for a blank canvas today. I respect someone that has bubble bath in their self-care routine, but mine has black socks with a dinosaur on. 
Shaking my tassels with these oxblood red looks. Brown Suzanne never watched today. My favourite oh, piece gosh. of the day, this vintage coat I got from Blackout Vintage in London. Look at the zigzags. And that's my look. Come with us to Journey to London to collect my wedding ring. Oh my God, no. No. Today I'm descending on Tesco and acquiring food. I'm feeling slightly fatigued, so I've sought the comfort of today's outfit. I've suckled on the nipple of popular culture and ingested the tribal narrative imposed on me by my peers with these olive green Stone Island trackies. By the way, tradies, I guess, means sweats. He's putting on sweats to go to the Tesco, which is like the Walmart. I'm Ford, ombre lover. I'm engaging my desire to smell like a mysterious male as I impose myself on the fruit aisle at Tesco. Chewing on a slice of awkward eye contact, I gently caress the avocados as I select which ones are worthy to enter my trolley. Like a prisoner, I'm branded. Like yeah, a trolley sucks. Baby, I'm swaddled. All of my individual expression is transmuted into the implications of this cultural expression. What? The power of the badge. Badge? Black socks. And to transport myself, the Chuck 70s. Mm. And that's my look. Well, that's your, is that your catchphrase? That's my look? Today I'm descending on Tesco and acquiring food. You know what bothers me about these people, among other things, is that it's like, I understand that they like to wear shoes... They assume that you wear shoes because, you know, for a certain look. But not everyone can do that. My feet hurt. I only wear shoes for one reason, because my feet hurt, and I will wear the shoes that uh, cause my feet to hurt less. What are his back tattoos? They look stupid. The heat is back here in the UK, and I'm pulling my shorts out. Starting off with these super dry pattern shorts. Look at this different texture. <sighs> now, this is something special from Wilhelm Perfumery, Morning Chest. You wore that six times tennis. already, Mixed Morning smoky leather. This you is visited with your parents with Morning Chest. Choosing my Captain and Son's gold watch today. Going in Why do you wear watches? Shirt. Nobody needs a watch. detail running down here. Five pound in a charity shop. I've had a really challenging job for the past ten years. I've noticed it's really stressing out. With being a crack whore. My skin underneath my eyes. This dark circle minimizer really hydrates this area for me. I've gone for these grey trousers from H&M. They kind of remind me of the English Victorian. H&M? Ooh, that's even better than Tesco. Been trying to give my skin new life using retinol, which means I've had a really challenging job for the past I, 10 I years. I've noticed it's really sorry. stressing out my skin underneath my eyes. This dark minimizer really hydrates this area. Hate myself. I've gone for these grey trousers myself. from H&M. They kind of remind me of the English Victorian era. Kind of reminded me of how annoying you are, you stupid cunt. Love the fit of these Hanes white oh, vests. Shut up! Oh. Little girl. I'm feeling a masculine scent today, so I've gone for Tom masculine. Ford ombre leather. Ombre what? The he, trousers, he doesn't. He keeps shirt. reusing the same garbage things. God, I want to die. Almost forgot my black old school leather belt. Yeah, yeah. I just think they're classic. Oh, it's a belt. Who gives a shit? And to complete the look, the David Beckham's. David Beckham's. Oh. I've had a really challenging job. I've been trying to give I my skin new life using retinol. Which this is how I go to sleep. So I've just gone and got my hair cut. I asked for a high skin fade. I'm going to start off into London today. And this is what I've gone for. I'm going for a chilled vibe today. I formulated an outfit. This is what. It's a grey day. And I'm getting ready to go into the city. Shut up. I'm off out this evening. This is what I'm going for. It's a beautiful day today. This is what I'm going What's for. What's wrong with First her? First off, I've got these dark blue trousers with this print. I'm off to meet some family today. This is what I'm going for. Exploring earthy colors, and this is what I came up with. I'm gonna hit the beach, and this is my fit. I'm into these again. I'm What's a fit? I keep hearing I'm gonna that. Hit the fit. beach, and this is my fit. I'm into these cream shorts. I love the classic cut. I don't. It looks stupid as fuck. Julia fun. has a gun. Pear ink. 
Mm. I love the print of this Lacoste polo. I'm glad you do, because I don't. Again, I'm getting inspired by shirts, so let's get... I'm getting ready for my day, and I think I figured... I'm going off into the city today, so let's get dressed. My day scent is Juliet Has A Gun. This has kind of got like a pear zesty smell. Like your pussy. Good morning. Today I was inspired by this here shirt that I've got in my wardrobe. Short sleeve. Fuck off. Way past the bridge, past the mills, past... Now we're doing musicals, apparently. Oh. One pair of shorts, three words. Apparently, this is around this time. It looks like he uh, decided to, to... He became... He started off as a musical TikToker, and then I guess he started talking. Desperado. And All the rest of these are just... Restyling my wedding suit. Yeah, that's a voiceover. Dr. Martens. Over... Well, I'm glad he found himself um, um, so that he could do TikToks. I'm glad he you know, did all that acid and marijuana and mushrooms. Took He went through the maze of spirituality and Brahman and, you know, and um, fellatio and all that. And then he and now we found himself so he can make TikToks of changing clothes. That's really great. So I'm proud of him for that. Yeah, it's really great. I got a new iPhone. It was torture. I gotta explain this. I got, uh, oh my God, I'm not gonna be able to do this. I'm just not. Are there any TikToks I can show you that have audio that would be interesting? I don't think so. Everything is the fucking worst. All the TikToks I wanna share a video and I don't feel like doing a video because that's a whole nother thing. But one thing that's really annoying me is the superhero vibe thing. These people that wear like superhero stupid outfits. I guess cosplay, but it's like sexy. So you'll g see like guys that have beautiful bodies and then they wear these skin tight Superman, Spider-Man outfits. Just fucking ridiculous. And why does everybody have to show their dick like him? Sorry, none of this is useful to you because you can't see it. Um, everything is just awful for me. So I want to talk about, so I got an iPhone 13 mini. I decided um, I don't need a fancy camera because I'm ugly and I don't take pictures of myself like these motherfuckers and I don't want to be like one. Well, the only thing I really do need is a lot of space. So I got a cheaper phone with a lot of space and I thought, I sound like an Insta-talker now. But I th and I also thought, you know, I'm tired of these big-ass phones, right? Why do I have such a big fucking phone? So I had an iPhone 11, and it was so big. And then and once I broke the screen, because it fell out of my pocket, because my pocket wasn't big enough for the fucking phone. So I got, and Deborah got an iPhone 13 mini, and I thought it looked so cute at the store. And they stopped making mini size. Uh, well, they have the SE, but that... That's just shitty, you know, it does like doesn't have a full screen. It's just shitty with you know the finger thing and well that sort of thing and not yeah. So I got the thirteen mini, it's a fine decision. And I got it from T Mobile because they gave me four hundred dollars for the old phone, right? The old phone, three hundred dollars. Oh thank god I only still for twenty two more minutes and then I can go nap or eat. Or my girlfriend's downtown I mean my wife is downtown. That's my look.
That's my look. I'm going to the downtown. I'm going to wear some H&M, and I'm going to go to the Uniqlo. I'm just going to wear lots of clothes. You have to stand in line for a cashier for, do a lot of cashiering. Yeah, wear my underwear, too, my panties, and wear some cologne that looks like it just you know, came out of, um, you know, Marshall's, the, the, you know, where you check out, where you check out aisle at Marshall's, and wear some shit I got at Marshall's. I'm going to eat some Marshall's TJ Maxx snacks while I try on my shitty clothes with my girlfriend. We're both in panties because we're just desperate. We're just desperate for attention. So we're wearing our panties in front of everyone, something that people used to do privately, but no, we're going to wear our fucking panties for everyone to show the world our fucking panties because that's how badly we need attention because climate change is fine. Um, What was I talking about? Thank God I don't remember. Now I can switch subjects. Oh, the iPhone. So I uh, got the iPhone uh, in the mail last Friday, and I was on a horrible phone call for work, and I'm like, I'm going to do this shit, and I'm trying to hook it. So, well, I tried to transfer the SIM. That's an eSIM, right? And now you might recall last year I got SIM swapped, SIM hacked, or whatever they call it. Somebody tried to steal my phone number, and, um, you know, so I... We, I'm on my sister's plan. There's like six, my sis, there's like six people on the plan. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, mm -hmm. including my mother. And my mother has a second phone on there for her landline. Yeah, and all this. Shit. So we had to put a lock on it because I got SIM hack. And I knew that this was going to be a problem, but they don't understand it with T-Mobile. So, it's supposed to be easy. You're just supposed to say, okay, transfer your eSIM from one phone to the other. You press click, click, tap, tap, boop, boop, dump, dump, and you're done, right? But no, it says there's an area you have to call T-Mobile. Call T-Mobile, and it's so you get the call center in India. Like the guy traveled, uh, Josh Grabone or whatever his name is, he traveled to India. And um, I traveled to India virtually. I didn't, you know, I wasn't detoxing from marijuana like Josh. I, I, uh, you know, I didn't have a story to put in my body, my bodice. I didn't have it. <clears throat> didn't have to get a tattoo for my body, my, my body. <laughs> no. So I, I called and they said, "Oh, we are so happy you were." Oh no, I'm gonna get kicked out of Touche. We are so happy that you called Chimaba today, and now uh, you are gonna be so happy because we're gonna fix your problem. And I'm so happy that I get to address. They have this weird customer service at T-Mobile, like where they pretend they're genuinely excited for you to, to receive their service, and they know how happy you're going to be in this hip language. Like, oh, you're going to be so happy when you fix the shit. When we fix your shit, you're going to be so happy. But I wasn't because it wasn't fixed. I knew it. So they're like, oh, you're going to get it. So I said, okay. I have a SIM lock. I don't know what's going on, but this is, you know, didn't work. Here's the error. They said, okay, it's very easy. We're just going to put you in the system. Give me your EEID, your EID. And then within two, within two hours, you're going to get it. I knew it wasn't going to work. I had to go out for an appointment with my girlfriend for Denny. And, I, and she gets very upset when I'm on the phone. Like, oh, how dare you be on the phone? You know, you should be talking to my ass. You're working all the time and the shit working all the time, watching TikToks, getting annoyed. Uh, I wish I could get annoyed. Uh, I did a Jennifer Cool issue. I wish I could get annoyed all day for money like her and that show, 500 
million dollar lady. I want to be one of those. I played the Powerball, didn't win, obviously. I played it only once. I didn't I didn't play the one that won. Yeah, I didn't I didn't play that at all. I didn't play it. I didn't play the one that won. I'm sure I would have won, but then I heard that the person who won was in Southern Cal SoCal. So this fucking bitch didn't fix it and I knew. So two hours passed, didn't work. Call again. Oh, angry, angry, angry was I. You stupid bitch. Right, I didn't say that. I got another call center in the India. I said, you did this before. She said, oh, no, ma'am, you are going to be so happy because I am finished fix your problem for real this time. Yes, bitch. You are going to feel so happy. Oh, by the way, they mentioned they sent me a survey. Oh, and they sent me a survey. I gave them zero, 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 or one, whatever the lowest thing, the lowest review. One, 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 you suck. And then it said, thank you for your comments. And I wrote back in the in the phone text thing that was surveying me. So that's it. You just want to know how much awful? I don't have service. I didn't transfer my phone. Total failure. You sent me a new phone that I bought from you, and you can't transfer it? Failure. So they they call me, but it was someone other. Indira Gandhi called me back, but I was busy, so I didn't. And I have my focuses, you know. And the iPhone has all the focuses, you know. You got to focus. So the phone don't ring if you don't if you have it in a focus, right? So my phone didn't ring. And I, I didn't want it to anyway. I don't want to talk to T-Mobile useless as a pimple on a dick lady, right? I don't want to talk to her when I'm eating my um my Milanesa date uh, race or beefo or whatever you would call that, the steak. It's a fried steak in Buena Vista. I love the restaurant. It's so good. Family owned. There's such a nice lady that works there and it's just a lovely place. Nobody eats there anymore. They all, everybody gets takeout. Everybody gets takeout now. Nobody eats in restaurants except at Yellowtail the Asia and that place is always full and they're, they're uh, <laughs> Oh, I'm making Jennifer Coolidge noises again now. Never going to get through this stupid-ass story because I'm thinking about Joshua Gadfly again. He's getting annoyed virtually. There's this other annoying guy, but I don't remember his name, with his wife and he snaps and he's got so much Botox, his face is like on the floor, just so drooping, and he shows how to shave his motherfucking <laughs> abs. Well, if you, have, if you want your muscles to look bigger, just shave your arm hair. He actually said that. <laughs> And then he's advertising. I'm going crazy from this fucking social media. It's maddening, right? I need to breathe. But you're not going to hear my breath noise because last week we set the noise gate properly and I should be appreciative of that. My one technical accomplishment this year is I got the noise gate set. And I did it on the grum, so if I forget it, I'm going to find that recording. I'm going to say, yeah, that's how I did it. Yeah. That's how I set the noise fucking gate. Right. Right, of course, right. Where was I? Uh, vagina. Cunt. Pussy, pussy, pussy. <sighs> so second try. Those ladies there. She said, oh, we're going to fix you. You're going to be so... I explain. I'm like, no, you, they did it wrong. You're going to do the same thing again. I want you to do something different. I get super... She's like, oh, guess what, ma'am? You're going to be so happy because I'm going to fix it. You're going to be so happy because I'm going to... I'm like, no, you're not. You're not going to fix it because you're going to do the same fucking thing the last bitch did, right? And guess what? She didn't fix it. 
Same thing. She put the number, the EID in the fucking computer. It didn't work because the fucking SIM thing is blocked and they don't fucking know how to deal with any sort of thing that isn't normal. They just have this call center in India, which is where they, it's the fuck off pool, where they just make people talk to people they don't want to talk to and get them really angry. So then I go on my Twitter sheet and I'm like, Twitter, T-Mobile's the garbage holder of the world. I mean, yeah, T-Mobile stocks. They, they stink, I hate them, and the end, right? They're the worst, blah, blah, blah. They suck, they can't even change a number. I can't, you, know, you buy a phone from them and they don't know how to transfer the goddamn number and they're a moron. So then finally I get somebody and she texts me with the, the direct messages and she says, oh, I'm gonna help you, you're gonna be so happy. I can even read it maybe, if I can find my Twitter sheet now. How, their stupid language that they use and their new marketing shit cunt language bullshit hole 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 by the way this is almost my 18th anniversary of yeast radio i don't know why i'm not more popular yeah such a great show isn't it i don't know why but i do demand props i demand props but i don't get them i want props for being really the second first gay podcaster the second first gay podcaster and the first entertaining one i'm just kidding john ong you know, okay, so where, uh, where's my Twitter? Apple support yelled at, the only thing Twitter's good for is yelling at companies. Okay, let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh, she's going to grab that. Okay, hey there. This, that's certainly not the, oh, 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 went to the, oh, oh, wait, sorry, I lost. Hey there, that's certainly not the experience we want you to have with us. Send me a DM so we can make sure your number is being transferred properly. Sultan Garziti says, so I give my number, and uh, thank you for verifying your account. A specialist will be with you as soon as possible. So this is at 9.42 p.m. on last Friday, and I started this process at about 4 p.m., right? Yeah, central time. As And then I wrote uh, a few minutes later, are anyone there? As we are working with a high number of customers today, just a heads up, that my responses may take a bit longer than usual. Not to worry, though, we would never leave you hanging without a G. My name's Julie, and I am jumping on to help you tonight. Thanks for your massive amounts of patience as we work with you tonight. Are we still working on getting your new device set up with your old phone number? Please allow me to restore your faith in T-Mobile this evening. No worries from here on out. You're in good hands. I got you, Julie McElroy. Well, at least we... Well, never mind that. I don't want to get canceled for puppetry. That's what the last person, this is me, obviously. That's what the last person said. She lied. Yes, I've been trying to transfer the new phone that you sent me. The last two reps, the exact same thing. It didn't work. I need someone who can fix problems that are exceptions. Oh, I lost you because this is like 20 minutes. This is 20 minutes later from her wonderful, I'm going to save you life text. If I try to make a call on the new phone, it says that I am using a phone number that doesn't have a SIM card. Am I talking to myself? I wrote, I'm still here with you working on researching what you have already been through so that we don't have to repeat anything here. You have put a lot of time and energy, and I want to re try to reduce that for you here tonight. Too late. Why am I reading this to you? Because I have nothing else to talk about. Give me just a few more moments. What do you want to talk about? The fucking election? Who gives a shit? It's all the same crap. Well, oh, it's going to be a nail-biter. Oh, you mean we're going to have a Congress split down the middle so we can't do anything for, four, for two more years? Oh, goody-goody gumdrops. Give me a just a few more moments, just to be safe. Are we working with the uh, XXX line? 
Yes, I have fraud protection. Perhaps that is related. Is it a SIM card? Oh, fuck it. I'm Whatever. I'm like, I'm going to read you the whole fucking thing because that's how boring I am. Anyway, so um, it got, finally got fixed the next day at uh, in the morning, and then she confirmed with me at uh, 3.55 p.m., so 24 hours later, it was uh, resolved. Uh, why do I even care? So I will go off on that, and I... I could talk about something interesting like the world, but I'm not. I mean, really, my only goal of this show is just to talk, I guess. Um, right. Yeah. Right. So there's going to be a recount, and are they going to have a, 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 a thing with that other thing? Um the the Herschel Walker I know somebody else uh, Gina was posting about Herschel Walker and saying like he's so stupid you know uh, no she said something funny but I can't remember what it was and I wrote her back and it's a true story which is that um, I know someone whose whose penis was named Herschel and every time I think of Herschel Walker um, you know I think of this guy's penis because that was his name Herschel. I mean, what is a better name for a penis than Herschel, right? I think it makes sense. Herschel. Uh, I'm a penis, and my name is Herschel. Why not about Walker? But God, I mean, people vote for something that stupid. And I thought Stacey, I, you know, I don't know. I I really think, st I, I heard an interview with Stacey Abrams, and yeah, I don't know how you can listen to an interview with her. And she's very smart. She's real. She doesn't speak in aphorisms. She's original. She doesn't at least deliver. You you can't really tell she's speaking party speak. She's smart. She knows her shit. But she didn't win by a long a landslide. I just don't get why are people so dumb. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, here's my thing. You know, I. Ever since I was young, it's been really obvious that Christians want to turn this country into a um, Christian nation, and it is not. It is a secular country, and that's one thing I was raised with, you know, raised to be uh, acutely aware of. When I was um, a, a younger girl in the fifth grade or so, we lived in a, uh, you know, very Christian. I were probably the only Jewish people in the school. And my mother always impressed on me. She said, if anybody ever, she knew what our rights were. She said, if anybody ever asks you religion or makes you do something related to somebody that to worship another person's religion, you tell me right away. So like, for example, we had to decorate uh, a Christmas tree when I was in the fifth grade. And I came and I said, mother, they were asking me to decorate a Christmas tree to make an ornament. I said, I don't want to do that. So she talked to the teacher and said, my daughter Madge is not going to make a Christmas tree ornament. We are Jewish. So she made me stay after school to make some fucking menorah shit. I don't even remember. But here's the thing. When I was, the, the two teachers, it must have been, what grade was, I don't know. I just remember Mrs. Hebert and Mrs. Goodyear. They were the two like co-English teachers, these nasty women. And when I was doing my after school, so that I had to stay after school to do my special Jewish version, right? And while they were doing that, they were look while I was doing that, they were looking at the Christmas ornaments that the other students made, and they were just making fun of them. They were laughing at them. Look what little Billy did. Oh, isn't that stupid? Oh, isn't that horrible? What is ridiculous? Like just making fun of them. But anyway, and then like I. I, you know, when if they made people stand up for Hallelujah chorus, I would say, yeah, I mean, it's a public school, obviously. 
I wouldn't stand up. I knew my rights, you know? And then I would watch Ronald Reagan talk about, you know, Christian nation. And, you know, they imply these values, these Christian values everywhere. You know, the the idea that, you know, marriage is between a man and a woman, that's a Christian value. The idea that you shouldn't have an abortion is a Christian value. All that, We don't have that in this country. And it was, and what I see happening, the long game that these people are playing, is get control of the Supreme Court, get control of government, and make it a Christian nation. You can listen to the New Yorker. They did a New Yorker radio hour show on Christian nationalism. That is the big trend that's been going on for basically my entire lifetime. And that's the long game here, and I ain't here for it. No. Nope. No, no, no. And nor should any of you, this is not a Christian country. Somebody even, I don't want to say who, somebody even said this on this show, this is a Christian country. No, this is a secular nation. This is not a Christian country. The reason we founded this, or the founders founded this country is to get away from a Christian country, which was England. We do not live in a country where people are supposed to have any religion's values imposed on them. That's not who we are. So fuck that shit. So when I vote for Democrats, as I did, I'm voting against Christian nationalism, really, more than anything, because they're certainly not going to give me health care. And yeah, so right, right. I don't know. I don't even fucking want to talk anymore. I don't have anything to play. I don't have anything. That's what happened for Fistine. Right. Fistine. Fistine. Do I have anything nice to play? I don't know. I'm in a weird mood. It's been really hard for me. Like I've been so depressed. I wake up so depressed and awful, and it's hard. I wake up and like, I'm. How do I face the day? And uh, it's uh, life is hard lately, and I don't really know why, but it is. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I don't know what to do. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I guess I'll just play some music. I'm going to play a song, and then I'm going to play another song. And then I'm going to play an album, Rusty Warren, I think. I don't even know what if it's comedy or what. Bye. Maybe bye. Crowd sees me out dancing, carefree and romancing. Oh, I'm happy with my someone new. I'm laughing on the outside, crying on the inside, cause I'm still in love with you. They see me night and day time Oh, I'm having such a gay time But they don't know what I go through I'm laughing on the outside Crying on the inside Cause I'm still in love with you 
your toast but sex is the thing you'll enjoy the most if you keep your funny side on now there's a lot of goodies in the goodie basket tonight and we're going to talk about you know what so just sit back and relax take a long laugh at yourself and all your troubles will float away you know boys when you find a surprise no matter what the size don't stop and theorize just start yourself a grinning and get ready for some sinning your bus and for once in your diddly damn lives bring it home to us and remember boys when you play the game it doesn't matter if you win or lose only if you score and girls when you wear a sweater in order to feel it better just laugh and fill your cup then get your knockers up and if you ever crave to really misbehave just remember the magic word is poontang bounce when you want a man to pounce let your worries disappear and keep trouble from your door and I'll guarantee you'll laugh and shout I'm ready now for more so wherever you go whatever you do don't forget my tip to you sex is a thing about what you boast sex is a thing about what you toast but sex is a thing you'll enjoy the most you keep your funny side on is keep your funny sunny side 
believe me, as most of you know, we're going to talk about sex. I figure you've been doing it long enough. I might as well sit and take your verbal time and talk about it. Come sit right down, sweetheart. If you don't understand anything about sex, you just watch the color slides. They flash right behind here. <laughs> Are you married, lady? You're not married? Oh, you better keep a good eye on the color slides. Yeah. <laughs> you never can tell. After all, this is such a sensitive subject. So many people have vague ideas of actually what it means. But sex, of course, we know makes the world go round. It's the nucleus of all our lives. We women don't like to admit it, and of course a lot of ladies here like it, but they wouldn't dare say so. <laughs> oh, really? If she said she liked it, he'd figure it was too good for her and he wouldn't give it to her anymore. <laughs> Aren't men funny that way? But they are. That's the truth. You never know what they're gonna do from time to time. You understand what they are. You got two fellas, you know what you're doing with the red dress over there. One girl and two fellas. Twin beds and a trampoline. That's crazy if you know how to do it right. Does this couple understand what we're talking about? Are you married kids too? <laughs> Your husband's sitting there trying to how to figure out how to get the trampoline out of the backyard and up to the bedrooms. <laughs> Without the kids getting wise about it all. I don't care, no matter where you go in the world today, you always find the wildest kind of man. And you look around, you see them sitting right here. You don't even know they're wild. They're sitting very quietly in the navy blue suits. <laughs> right? In the brown shoes, you know. <laughs> think back of all the things that I have done in my life and it makes me sick <laughs> because I feel that I have done more than any of you I don't know why maybe because you look so innocent and I'm so brash a brazen broad with no boobs <laughs> no but it's terrible and when you really stop to think of all the things that you've done I said today to myself what have I missed I found out where I missed doing it. I remember all the places I did it. I just can't remember who I did it with. Well, I'd like to feel that every man here is automatically going to get it tonight. It's always good. It puts a little zing into the old life. I've talked so much about doing it in cars and doing it in everywhere. And I think every couple married over 10 years to go right back and do it in their car just once a year to get that old feeling back again. <laughs> Don't you believe it's true? Hell, it's your car, it's your garage, it's your wife. Who the hell's gonna stop it? Now he's trying to convince his wife to go out and do it in the garage. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It doesn't make any difference the way you do it as long as you do it. Do it? I'd like to. It seems that just when I've finished relaxing a little bit and then I had to go back on the road again and, and you run around so fast that nobody ever gets a chance to ask you. Uh, I get a lot of people ask me, but they're funny types. 
I don't know, they're just not very old or... I had one young fella in a group he was representing. <laughs> it, it was sort of a charity thing on his part. <laughs> oh yeah, they were all about 18 or 19. I was tempted there for a minute, but I said, oh, I couldn't do that. <laughs> it's too good for them, they're too young for that. <laughs> you know the story about the missionary? who was trying to teach the Watusi chief of the tribe how to speak English. And they're walking through the jungle. The missionary stops. And he points to a tree. He says, tree. And the chief says, oh, tree. And they go a little bit further and he looks and there's a monkey swinging on the trees. And he says, monkey. And the chief says, oh, monkey. And they go a little bit further into the dense jungle. And the missionary opens up these tangled bushes. And there he sees a man and a woman doing you know what. He's a guest. He doesn't know how to explain this to him. He's completely left without words. And then he looks at the chief and he says, man on sled. And the chief looks at the couple. He takes his spear and rim, right him. Oh, killed him. And the missionary looks at him. He says, what did you do that for? He said, man on my sled. <laughs> when you think about it, I realize where I have missed doing it. Up in space. That's one place I missed, and I'm seriously thinking about it, you know? Right, true. You know, I'll never forget the first time I saw the word astronaut. <laughs> I didn't even know what it meant. So I took the word and I broke it down into syllables, you know, like they teach in school. Astro-not. I just figured it was some guy that wasn't getting any. <laughs> but really, what is an astronaut? He's the perfect man. Our government spends all our money trying to find this great space program of us. And part of the space program is choosing this great astronaut, eliminating him through test and test and more test. And finally, we get the beautiful specimen of American manhood. Perfect physically, perfect mentally. The most beautiful thing that our country has ever created. And ladies, what do they do with him? Send him off into space when we need him right here. Why don't they send some drunken bum up there? <laughs> well, really? And I don't care how perfect this man is, he has got to be nervous by the time they get him in that space suit and put him in the capsule. <laughs> he has got to be nervous. By the time he waits for the countdown and then they change their mind and he waits for some more countdowns and then they change their mind. And believe me, no matter how perfect this man is, he has got to be nervous. And you know what happens to you when you get nervous. <laughs> I want to know one thing. Where's the John on that missile? <laughs> really, have you ever seen it? They probably got a sign in front of the instrument panel reading, please do not flush while on launching pad. <laughs> but believe me, if our government insists on sending this beautiful specimen of American manhood off into space, what is he going to do up there all by himself? need somebody to talk to. And who better than I? 
I mean, when you think about it, they have tested everything up there, you know. Am I right? Metals and food and clothing. But they have not as yet tested the most natural thing that's going to be needed by that astronaut on his three-month trip to the moon. And you know what that is. And I am willing to give myself to my country for this great experiment. Oh, yes, honey, I've had basic training. In fact, I've had it everywhere. And this would be a fine thing for me to do to thrust myself with an astronaut off into space to test the most important thing in the world. But of course, this is going to take practice starting here and starting now. Just think of the mess if I get up and find out I don't know how. <laughs> oh, believe me, this could really be a great event. Just think of it. The first one to do it in space. My God, I'd be famous overnight. <laughs> oh, but there are a lot of problems involved. And the biggest problem of all, you very well know, is weightlessness. <laughs> well, yeah, you can't hold him down. <laughs> you gotta put a brick on his fanny with a string on it. Oh. <laughs> I am just an unwatch missile, and all I want's a chance to prove that I can't fly. I am just an unlaunched missile won't some missile man come give me a try and if i get to spinning round and round like a top i can promise you i'll never never yell stop all you have to do for this unlaunched missile is give me a fuse that i can use to blast me off into outer space now there must be an admiral who'd like to get me in canaveral there must be young prop who helped me blast my rocket off. Oh yes, there must be one of this old town who'll take me home and count me down. Someone to go hut, hut, and help me get my knockers up. Up in the air so that they can get their share. Oh, I know there are a lot of missiles out there that have not been launched in quite a while. But remember, girls, this is our national duty. before they got theirs up.
No, for, for, uh, no, uh, 